Are we live? Yeah, we're live. Are you alive or live? That's the better. No, I mean the best part is like I'm the only one that's actually on a mic right now because you've you've got to do hand holding hosting duties. So everybody's just listening to me. Okay. Welcome everybody to another okay. episode hey, is... of Wow. Okay. The best of our week. Uh, best of our week on location. Very much on location. So we're gonna have to do sound test. If anyone's like in the chat, let us know because I'm pretty sure you're just gonna have to hold that thing. I. You know, actually, we're probably better if we just leave it here. here. Yeah, like right. Oh, so, then I'll talk very quietly because I'm I'm actually mic'd, and you guys are gonna have to share. So let let, let us somewhere. let us all know if you can hear uh, Ricky and TK. But um, we're on location. We're out in beautiful hey. Sonoma. <laughs> I, I actually, mean, sunny like, Sonoma. Actually, sunny. It was it's just rainy. sunny. Yeah. yeah. So even... so it was raining, and we caught just like a little patch of of open sky, and the clouds are rolling right through there. So. The, the lighting on our shot here is pristine right now. It probably won't hold. But we're here for the uh, MediaTek Executive Summit. MediaTek, uh, media, hashtag MediaTek Summit 2022. Yes. Um, uh, and uh, we've been doing uh, workshops and we've been doing panels and discussions all on the new uh, gear that's coming out from MediaTek. Uh, they've definitely been pushing wider this year. We're going to have a whole conversation about what's been going on there. But gents, um, I don't want to bury the lead. But the absolute most important story of the week here in Sonoma is uh, LumaFusion for Android. Yeah. Obviously. Uh, and not only on Samsung on the Galaxy Store. Yes. It's available now in the directly in the App Store on I, all iPhones. I love that. It was like the worst joke I could come up with for the MediaTek Summit was to not talk about MediaTek. But no, it's a legit piece of news. It is a legit but, piece of yeah. news. Actually, it's available on all iPhone. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> it's no, it, was, it was a little bit of a mix up with the whole uh, how they launched it. Right. I mean, so I'm, right. I'm looking at one, not realizing my microphone's over here. So I got to talk. I got to look at Ricky while I talk to one. Just lean in. You know, the, the soundtrack for this week's podcast is lean back, lean back, lean back, lean back. Uh, I don't know if I could do this one. It's a little bit too hard. It's nice. It's not really. If you, if you, I mean, even if you're just like you, you, you collapse that and you hold it straight up, that might be easier. For you no, I, I, so my thing would be, I'll, I'll probably say this. You may not see me look at one, but I'm talking to one or when sure. I'm talking to Ricky, obviously I look like I'm talking to Ricky, but, um, I just love that I can move around like, Hey guys, you can hear me if I get up and come over here. <laughs> this is what happens when you podcasting. Don't give us another mic, but you know, that's <laughs> podcast ever. No, no, I, I will say this. Road, if you're listening to this, we would love the ability of adding additional microphones to the setup. Two is great, but sometimes <laughs> but sometimes coming over, we gotta get it covered. It was like a big deal that they gave us two channels. So anyway, yes, yeah, I, I, I was obviously kind of joking, but no, it, it kind of took um, it kind of took Android users by storm. Yeah. That, it was out of the blue. I didn't even see it coming, and uh, I've been seeing like, Josh Vergara run around, and he's like, "Have you guys been playing with LumaFusion?" <laughs> He's been importing footage from his his mirrorless camera and editing it on her phone. So that 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 was obviously exciting. I, I don't know that we need to 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 make How my many videos joke. Have you edited so far on it? Um, I'm I'm at four videos now. Four, got it. It's good. I didn't I didn't. I'm so I've been playing with the Surface Pro Nine mm -hmm. and the Surface Pro Nine 5G. It's in my hotel room right now. I haven't really touched it because almost everything I'm doing it's so immediately more accessible to now just edit directly from my phone. So it's it's definitely the the blessing and the curse of like yeah. our mobile lifestyle, yeah. but it works really well. So well, the other thing also to keep in mind is although we have access to Android applications on the Pro Nine with mobile uh, mobile processing, uh, the Google Play Store doesn't support it yet in the beta app. They only yeah. run x86 at this point. So 
the the the, the conversation around what the Pro Nine offers with the Pro Nine Five G, I think that's the specific model that we're looking at. It's Windows on ARM. Um, that's the conversation that both Juan and I are getting a chance to play around with. But it's exciting to see, for me at least, see LumaFusion not only come to Android, but not come as part of a subscription. Yep. Yeah. Come as a one-time fee and also on sale. Not that I'm, it's not sponsored by LumaFusion. <laughs> I was just going to say, so, this, yeah, this got, podcast is not sponsored by LumaTouch. No, we're probably sure. <laughs> Should we be? <laughs> so, right. We've only bought a few licenses from them. Um, but like for 20 bucks, you're able to pick it up. And it's seriously one of the more uh, advanced, hands-on, integrated, simple to use and it, even though technically it's in beta it's still very functional yeah um i honestly thought it was only on the on the uh, samsung galaxy store first because it showed up there so i bought it there and now i'm having to buy it again on google play store but support because... support your developers bringing good apps i just think it's Absolutely. funny that they they mentioned bringing LumaFusion to android at the beginning of the year and then we didn't hear any news from them and then we get the announcement that davinci resolve is going to the ipad and suddenly, LumaFusion got way more active oh. with Android users. Actually, I have uh, an additional news on that. Oh, what's that? Uh, DaVinci just came out with an update today. Yeah. And they are now uh, exporting for social media in vertical. Oh. Little, little, little other. Okay, okay. another, a little bit more. <laughs> little just th- this morning. I, I like this arms race. This yeah. is good for me. <laughs> I like This is excellent. Look, but this is the race where we benefit as a consumer. And I think this is always what we want. You want more competitors. You want more people in the in, sure, in, in the sure. realm. And DaVinci, for me, it, I mean, ever since I've, I've, ever since he converted me over to DaVinci, it's been a life changing experience. It's the solution, the resolution, not having to pay every single time an update kind of comes up, it's, right. it's just killing me. Just you know, you pay as you use, and you never own anything. And now we're getting the same thing in Android land, where I can finally drop uh, PowerDirector and Kinemaster. Absolutely, that Kinemaster's is- new subscription is one hundred and twenty dollars a year. But I'm hoping that or they see that and they change. You can pay twenty bucks for LumaFusion and never spend another dime. It's, it's on yeah. the thing. It says pay once, use forever. So anyway, that's how I like. Uh, again, this yeah. this podcast not sponsored by LumaFusion. Definitely check it out yeah, and support yeah. developers that are actually bringing us cool stuff on Android. I, I definitely felt like low key. Mm-hmm. Oh, you must be truly desperate if you're coming to us Android users <laughs> this hour. <laughs> um, no, no, no. So. I'm, I'm appreciative. I'm loving the fact that we're also going to get a chance to use it on desktop mode experiences. So don't get me wrong. I, I bought it on, on Samsung because I knew it would... I, well, He's going to buy it again. There, but I'm going to pay it again. I, I would gladly pay the extra 20 to I, use it on the rest of I want to say, I, I'm, I will actually buy it again still if it comes to Amazon. And then I could try it through oh, Windows 11. Yes. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. yes. And, and again, for me buying it three times... That's still less than two years of a subscription on PowerDirector. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's half of a year on KineMaster. I'm actually even going to try it on my uh, daughter's Chromebook because I got yeah. her like the nicer Samsung that was like the i5 processor mm-hmm. a couple yeah, years yeah. back and everything like that. So I'm actually like, man, if I can run it on a Chromebook now, that's so cool. And I like, think yeah, you know, nice. some of you in those MediaTek Chromebooks. Sure. <laughs> One thing I wanted to say. Uh, Ricky just gave to... you the transition. He was like, oh, those MediaTek <laughs> Chromebooks. Fine. But I'm, no, so there's a small technical problem that we hit a few years ago when you tried doing the exact same setup. Right. It was called the Sun. That's fine. Mm-hmm. No, I mean. The phone stopped. Uh, yeah, I know. But 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 so folks, we'll you, you, you have to know we're out here on location yeah. and we're making this work. Absolutely. But we're, we're doing it totally mobile because we're mobile lifestyle we kinds of guys. Know exactly if we so I'll, I'll know if we drop. If we but... ever disappear, Juan will give me the thumbs up. I'm just kidding. Right now, I'm, j- I'm just like tagging through comments. No, no, so. no, absolutely. Um, but yeah, no, uh, Chromebooks, conversations, everything that we talked about MediaTek this week has been 
Um, there's just so much. There's so much stuff that they talked about. So many, um, you know, from like the Dimensity 9200, which obviously is the biggest, uh, the biggest star of the show, uh, to their companion side. Yeah, see, he brought the chip with him. Um, you know, no dip, but definitely, I don't know why. Uh, oh, wait, no, it's not in my case anymore. Hold on. I'm, I'm mad well, that no one, no one on the case in about five. We'll, we'll, fi- we'll fix it in post. We'll fix it in post. Yeah. It'll be there next time. You We're do doing it live. Okay, ready? See a moving image right there. <laughs> We're doing it live. <laughs> no, no, because I remember you took a picture with the chip yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Doing it. My, my, the, the little clear case they gave me got all scratched up, but the chip is good shape. No, so. absolutely. Uh, so the 9200 is the biggest star. Obviously, we talk, the, the other thing that I was really excited about was Wi-Fi 7. It's no longer um, a conversation of well, demo. Okay, hold on. We're, sure. we're, gonna, we're doing this like very piecemealy. Sure. MediaTek's big focus for this entire show is talking about how you already own tons of their products. Yeah. yeah. So the, the, the tagline for this year's show is more than mobile. And so from a phone processor, they're showing off Chromebooks, they're showing off Wi-Fi 7, they're showing off new TV processors. Mm -hmm. They're talking about all of the little individual, like part of one of the demos was talking about all those little individual components that like manage display timings in laptops. That's a MediaTek chip. Mm -hmm. And and I think this is a really smart play just in general. Um, We were talking with one of the executives. I think it's, it's difficult to gauge consumer interest but when you see proper badges and labels on products, it does matter what's inside those products. And that's the yeah. only way that you can kind of talk about competition is if consumers know things can be different. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Chromebooks are Chromebooks are Chromebooks, but there are Intel Chromebooks and Qualcomm Chromebooks and now MediaTek Chromebooks. That matters to the yeah. consumer experience. So this has been the big overarching theme. It's going to be really easy us for just like to ramble and tangent because everything kind of interconnects where yeah, 9200 and also Wi-Fi 7 and also that new GPU and also these new like 5G capabilities and also this. So pardon, we're going to be all over the place. And, and, and <laughs> so the biggest thing I probably will say, maybe we could just do a quick hot take since we have Ricky with us and we typically don't have like generally a lot of people, it's usually just back and forth. Um, I'd probably say, is it, what, do you, what are your thoughts on? What do you think about the 9200? Or at least like generally, is there something out of what you heard yesterday that just resonated um i mean the 9200 i'm really i'm hopeful that we'll get it in the u.s so i guess yeah. it's always the big thing right it's, like yeah you know we want to see in there like I, i'm i'm excited about you know the that the rog got the 9000 right so 9, that was plus, yeah. again something that i'm excited to see but yeah i just i always want like you know can we get it in more places can we get it in more places and uh to go off what Juan said i think the biggest thing that uh MediaTek it would be so great if they can get their partners to do is something like powered by MediaTek stickers. Yes. Like, can you imagine that on every Echo, on even like a TCL TV and all the all these things that they're if in? Amazon just, would just, if just Amazon did it, it would just get them the you know, notoriety that they wanted and at least the recognition, the brand recognition. That people, because, yeah. yeah, like everyone, everyone of the viewers, like you probably have at least one MediaTek device in your home right now. It's very hard not to. Yeah. <laughs> it's like so. It's just it's really cool of that. Um, but can I say just because I have been excited for this product, the PSVR too. Yeah, uh, like, that was my biggest thing. I don't know if you were saving that. Or... Yeah, 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 no, no, we're no, gonna... no. We're definitely going to talk about was, that. Yeah, everybody was was like all the nerds. Like I don't know if you saw. We swarmed. Street. Yeah, everybody just basically went straight for the VR too. Yeah. So yeah, no. Uh, Sony Sony had a lot of presence yesterday. I was surprised. So like right. I know it's a MediaTek event, but they showed up twice. The VR and the TV section. Yeah. So, but yeah, um, I think a lot of people are very excited to see their collaboration 
yeah. the fact that they showed us the demo, we finally see, you know, the unit itself. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. And no. somebody, no, I was going to say nobody. Well, yeah, well, they wouldn't let us really touch it. Touch it. Um, they had a big sign, please don't touch, which was really fun to stand behind. Yeah. 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 yeah <laughs> like I got that out. one shot of Super Saf. Like, you should say it's no, no. The collection, yeah. No yeah. touching. Yeah. No touching Saf. Yes. No, no. Um, no, but it's it's interesting. So, like, I got a bunch of questions, like, immediately after sharing some of those photos. And this is a part of the consumer education that all of these companies are lacking. Yeah. Intel, I think, did the best job back in the day because you'd have those powered by Intel stickers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, obviously, what's inside. I think the, graphics, the graphics are being processed by the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. You're using the PlayStation um, compute power yeah. to render the images. That is such a small part of what goes into making a VR headset functional. So all of the individual little co-processors and ASICs and tracking and everything oh, yeah, that, that facilitates has to come from somewhere too. And this is why it's so critical that a company like MediaTek, which typically hasn't had the same kind of visibility as Qualcomm, is out there leading a conversation saying like, yeah, sure, the graphics are coming from your PlayStation, but controlling everything else is all of our gear and it's through a collaboration with sony and our hardware team that you will have vr that doesn't make you want to projectile vomit when you use it yeah Yeah. i know uh you don't want to get that motion (laughs) that 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 loss of sync and then suddenly your brain and yeah no no don't want to do that um but but that's that's a different even tech enthusiasts are like wait a minute it's media tech chips powering the headset and you're like that is such a casual way like we haven't done a good job of expressing this is the division of labor that happens when you do something mm-hmm. like VR. Yeah. You have to understand every part and component that go into it. And one piece of the chain can't live without everything else. No, it, exactly. And I think that was the biggest thing Like you said. The VR was a nice surprise. I didn't, I, I really wasn't expecting that part. No. Um, you know, you expect like the, the, we knew about the 9200 a couple of days before mm-hmm. they announced it, before the yeah, show started. Um, so we, most of us already kind of knew that coming in. The, the VR was a nice little surprise. We also saw the advancement in their TV technologies as far as providing us better uh, management for interfaces and also... Inputs. Well, do we want to make that the Sony thread? I mean, from Sony P- PlayStation VR, one of the other big presentations was Sony coming out to say yeah. like, yeah, we're, we're looking at these premium tier televisions and, and this is what we're going to... And we're putting in media tech in it. That, that, yeah. that, to me, that was the biggest surprise out of all of the other announcements. We had a lot of good announcements. I mean, uh, we, you know, we heard Vivo is going to be working with the 9200, which makes perfect sense. But I think Sony's promise and actually being here in person, in actual representation on the VR side, as well as on the TV side and having one of their, one of their people coming in, I think that was the biggest thing for me. It showed so much support from Sony. Um, you know, Google was talking there, the, the head of, uh, I think, uh, Chrome, Chrome, Chromebook, uh, operations at Google made a, uh, virtual presence. Uh, they're putting, their partners are really trying yeah, to their partners are definitely them, yeah. pushing and i think that's a big thing for 2023 uh and you know we're talking stickers i know it, it may sound simple and like you know minute but the reality is when you pick up something that has that sticker you know that golden white you know media tech sticker yeah. it will make you feel that comfortable feeling knowing that you're getting a good brand a good product that has been in the market for quite some time you're not getting first generation you're getting tried and true um, you know, as Ricky said, it probably already in your home, but you probably just don't know about it. Uh, you know, especially if you use any of the Amazon products overall. So, uh, very happy with that. I like that presence. Well, and, and Ricky, I mean, cause not only on your own channel, but doing like some of, some of your side hustle on Newegg and stuff oh, yeah. like that, you guys have had a bunch of TV partnerships. Like yeah. how often do you ever really care 
yeah, what, right? what's like, inside your when TV. When you talk about a smart TV, and even they were showing us that their chips are in something that I didn't realize in monitors. Yeah, yeah. But again, that's what you were talking about on where it comes to, oh, you don't think that there's something else that is allowing this variable refresh rate to go, allowing right. this kind of stuff. Like, yes, like the GPUs from a computer will push it, but like it, there's all these little things that make it all work. Inside and the monitor, it never yeah. hit me to like, oh, there's, yeah, there's probably a little computer and then yeah. the, uh, the MediaTek processor was it? It's okay. I got a case. Don't, don't worry about it. No, nothing fell. Nothing fell. Did you just drop a fold? It, it's off camera. Did it's you fine. just drop a fold? Oh, Brett, wait, where is okay, it? hold on. Live drop test. Uh, oh no, it was a pixel. Oh, okay. <laughs> case. I, I heard the pixel had a had a bug. <laughs> um, did you hear guys hear that? That you can't buy the pixels because they sometimes have software bugs. Oh, oh yeah. Did you did you hear that? I, I did not. I saw it on some type of Android or tech publication where um, I mean obviously when Samsung's have bugs, they don't that's not a problem. Did they, did they but... make it did they at least make sure to recommend Samsung or Apple at the end? Did they give that recommendation at the end of the because yeah, I mean if, if, you if can't you're gonna talk about it. If, without... if you're gonna if you're gonna buy a phone with bugs, you should buy Samsung bugs. Because everybody knows Samsung. Like when systems. the batteries explode. Or, or like iOS 16. It's just been a exactly. launch. Just like total no issues. Like. Well, and I mean, they're they're already <laughs> dumping 16.1.1. I thought it was, we're already. Is it dot one dot two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, anyway. Um, but, uh, all bad comedy aside, <laughs> uh, one, one of the things that I thought was really refreshing and, and to what you were saying, we don't think about things like variable refresh rate being such a, a component of a television and yet, one of the major growth areas of this tech is gaming, obviously. Happy um, actually, at the summit, yeah, we had a lot of conversation on gaming. My, my favorite presentation was the TV presentation because the host for that was hilarious. He oh, was great, high energy. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what this is, and this is how we're going to do And you're like, yeah, that's yes. the energy I need for TVs. Tell me what to do. But yes, what I thought was so stuff. refreshing, and I'd love to hear both of your takes on this, mm-hmm. on camera tech, I'm not bullish on 8K outside of high-end cinema production. Yeah. But I am very bullish on 4K at faster and faster frame rates because it gives you a lot more flexibility. I thought it was pretty refreshing that TCL, I mean, not TCL, that um, MediaTek execs came out and they were saying like, yeah, 8K is kind of in this weird holding pattern, but we're really pushing 4K and 4K gaming and they're even talking about their VR, VRR being compatible with like AMD FreeSync. Yep. So if you want to go PC gaming, console gaming, and now like a Nintendo Switch gaming, your TV is much better reading that. So I, I kind of just wanted to get that sense because h- how were you guys feeling? Do we think this is just going to shutter 8K content? Because you, you don't, there's no point putting out 8K content if you don't have 8K displays. But I think this is such a big boon for gamers where 4K60 is still kind of a stretch no. for a lot of gamers out there. It, it's it, the, the monitor, the technology is, I mean, so there's two, level, two levels of this, right? You, you, you have the content that's already out there that tries to push the higher refresh rate, the higher displays. But at the end of the day, when you're looking at it, what you're, what you're missing in the component is the, the hardware that supports it from the manufacturers. Uh, but also like when we're talking 4K, because they leverage not just gaming from us, like main video games and competitive in that matter but they're also talking about watching games like you know sports because you do also that's the other side where you want the higher refresh rate so that you're able to enjoy the game and be more that interactive as opposed to re, you know just sitting there and enjoying the content um, so my take with that when i saw their improvement at least in the processing level the the multi-source uh you know support the ability of uh you know doing party watching connecting other people into the stream leveraging multiple 32 like on a 65 inch panel like Leveraging four quadrants of 32-inch TVs and allowing each section 
to have its own local well, gaming. But the, the point on that being like, and again, the pres- we're doing such a disservice to the presenter because he was so entertaining with this stuff. But, it was but he was like, yeah, picture in picture sucks. And he was just like so like so blunt about yeah, yeah, it. Was- think, think about every time you've tried to do picture in picture on a television and it's been a poor experience yeah, yeah, and yeah. we need your TV to be more of a computer so that we can more seamlessly transition to sort of multi-panel um, video calling, conference calling. So, you know, There's no reason why your TV on, yeah. can't do that if it's got some more horsepower to so, accomplish that. So that was the yeah, that was the push that I was referring to. So it's it's not just focusing on the high refresh rate, but allowing us to have a better solu- a better quality image quality, uh, smoother transitions, processing power to leverage the experience. Sure. So bringing in that smooth experience you get from the PC over to your living but room. But Ricky, why is TK wrong? Because it really is just about the refresh rate, right? It's about the ray tracing, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's all about the ray tracing. Oh, we've got to talk about well, that. Then, then you yeah. just butt heads with the ray tracing and refresh rate. No, no, no. <laughs> so that's a, that's a separate component yeah. so that we, we talked about. But like, you know, seriously, with, yeah. the, with the displays and, mm-hmm. and the tech, I think for me was... The surprise of finding out, again, mm-hmm. like you're talking about, like the controllers and some of the uh, chips inside of your monitors yeah. already probably powered by MediaTek. But it's their effort, their support. Sony was in there. Uh, and again, the presenter at the end was absolutely fantastic. I will just say mm-hmm. seriously. Um, that's why you see the excitement Excitement here is because we're, we're really leveraging that much how much was put in there. And all the other presentations were great. Sure. And I now like TK, was, throw it to Ricky. With that being said... <laughs> Um, Ricky, Ricky was going to talk about something else. Sorry, I'm used to this whole. And I'm, saying, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make TK play ping pong with us on either side of it. No, I mean, <laughs> yeah. honestly, the, my yes, I always have. Uh, most of my stuff is shot at sixty, uh, yeah. just because I've always loved that one, and I've always made the argument like when people are like, "Oh, it's too fast." I'm like, "Well, I can show the refresh rate on the phone better at right. 60 recorded." So. But, has it, but hasn't it been silly people talking about the UI stuttering and they're shooting at 24? And you're like, yeah, how would you even be able to see? Well, yes, and I love that. You know, um, he's not here, so some influencers aren't here. Uh, <laughs> like we'll always say, like, "Oh, you know, 30 is the perfect one," but like, "Oh, but you can't see the you can't see the refresh rate on this phone." I'm like, "Well, you could if you shot at 60." <laughs> so, but yeah, so I've always loved the idea of improving, you know, 1080p and 4K. To a better degree because yeah 8k like look we can't even get broadcast tv in 4k really yeah. at all yet it's consistent even yeah so it's just like yeah improving it to get to the point like when they do use like uh fox has some like really amazing looking cameras with a huge child depth of field in mm-hmm. 4k and that looks absolutely amazing at 60 so it's like improving that is so much the benefit so the fact that they're like you know they were talking about uh bringing uh soccer mm-hmm. uh basically from the world cup yeah. uh through a higher quality like, and, and a person involved from end to end is a really great thing because it does mean that you know it's going to be monitored and they can figure it out more so i really love that idea and yeah i'm i don't care about ak i just i loved Juan's smile from ear to <laughs> ear when he was saying that because he was just like this is the best thing ever <laughs> and i was like yeah because i wanted to like stand up and be like i told you all I, I, I but then i was were, i felt you were gonna slow clap you were just like <laughs> But but the thing is, like, it, it, the, the nice thing about the bulk of the, the techies and the nerds that we're surrounded with at these press conferences, like, I feel like I'm around reasonable and like-minded individuals. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't, it wasn't so much, but for these conversations where I've had a few people that have been really lit up about 8K, 
I don't think we can build 8K TVs on the back of 8K content shot from phones. Yeah. Like there is an argument and I think that's yeah. fair. Yeah. There's an argument to be made like, hey, I want to shoot my family videos in 8K and see every pixel up mm -hmm. on my 8K TV. Sure. But I don't think that's enough to hit that tipping point where an 8K panel makes sense for premium consumers. I'm not talking about average consumers. If you're rocking a 1080p HD TV, you're still in great territory because that's where the bulk of all of your content is. Yeah. Yeah. 4K is a step to the luxury side. 8K is a step to the non-existent content side. Yeah. And I don't know that you can make up the content with shaky cell phone video no, enough that it not, makes sense to well, make, not only to buy that, the TV. I, I, even at, at that level, 8K is only really running at 24 frames per second or yeah. even very few at 30. So uh, 26 frames per second on the LG V60. Hashtag not sponsored from it. I'm just Rest kidding. Uh, <laughs> hashtag someone. <laughs> yes, I know. It's all in so, someone let Easy Computer Solutions know that we mentioned the LG V60. Uh, no, I mean, so that was a good representation. I mean, LG did on the V60 go with a solid 60 frames per second uh, solution, and it was consistent across the rest of the UI. So to Ricky's point, I feel like it, it's better for us to focus on the 4K60, maybe try to push in with the 120, make the experience much smoother, better performance, as opposed to trying to keep grab at something that, in essence, still doesn't exist. To let to have people basically make the decision to go buy an 8K monitor or TV, you really need to have the content to support it. And smartphones and personal experiences at the side, I, I think 4K is still a, a much better medium right now. It's it's shareable, it's easier to work with. The sure. file size are not ginormous, and editing, uh, even trying to go through and editing it on your smartphone or even on a PC, it just doesn't become a cumbersome effort. Yeah, uh, you're a, a three-year-old premium tier phone won't blink at editing 4K. Footage. You're, it's so grossly overpowered. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's what that's my always always my uh, my biggest thing is like it's nice to have 8K shooting on a phone. This is when like when we get phones that don't have 8K mode, it doesn't phase me. I'm like yeah. I I want it to do what it does better and great and consistent, and and that's what we're shooting. That what we're that's what we're seeing here from well. From and, and to wrap up wrap up TVs that. and and Ricky, yeah. what are your thoughts? Because like 8K is demanding. Mm -hmm. 4K 120 at variable frame rates are demanding. I, I think we're running up into the power limits. Like there are now going to be regulatory actions on how much juice your TV can suck down. Yeah. Like the EU is going to start cracking it, down on that I, kind of stuff. I think somebody brought it up yesterday. Yeah, the, the, yeah they're, they're currently in the talks with the regulations right now, right, for that. So I think it, I think it's, it is concerning to how much you get. But I think, you know, not to toot their own horn kind of thing, but MediaTek does that well with the power consumption, right? That's what they mm -hmm. kept talking about. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're giving you this much bump up in power, but we're giving you like 20% less power consumption. Right. And that's what I'm really more kind of excited for to be able to do that because, you know, when we get to like what we were talking about with the PlayStation, um, I, my biggest thing that I do on a future, and I know you guys have tried some of the products. I haven't tried them yet, but the new augmented realities thing. Yeah. Right? So, but what I'm really excited for in the future with that coming, you know, bringing more powerful things, but less power consumption, really the idea behind that is I feel like, okay, then we get back to like the actual AR without connecting. Yeah. When, when, when it's just going to be a glasses and you just have to put a chip in there and that has to be able to power the thing like that kind of the, the lower power consumption is really what I look for. But yeah, cause the upper power limits, 
I mean, you really kind of have to, okay, how, how, how are we going to have to put a 9,000 series in a TV yeah. just to take, I mean, we were talking about like Google TVs and their lack of storage. Right. Know, and yeah. then like, and then, but they put these Android games on there. It's like, okay, but how much can they really play? I can't play know? it. So yeah. yeah, it's like, I can't, we, we were talking about, we can't even fit all our streaming services. Cause we, <laughs> if you have all the streaming services. Oh man. And I'm constantly the clearing TV. the cache on my Google yeah, TV. It's so yeah. messy. But I think that's a good transition point. So we can jump over and talk from 9,000 to 9,200. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been saying this since the Snapdragon 855 days. Okay. What I would love to see is a company fabricating the chip, manufacturing the chip, the MediaTeks and the Qualcomms, okay. work with their, their partners and their customers. Because obviously, MediaTek doesn't sell anything to me. Yeah. MediaTek sells to their customers, and their customers make products, and they sell to me. You keep seeing this bar graph. Look at how much more powerful the 9200 is as it consumes more electricity. But if it consumes the same amount, I mean, if it if it delivers the same performance as the 9000, look at how much more power efficient it is at the same performance. Yeah. We saw it with Qualcomm yep. going from the 888 to the HN1, mm-hmm. same bar graph. And what I need them to do is talk to the cell phone maker and give me a big red button that says, use less performance so i can get that power saving advantage yeah because for three years now we've been getting these chips that they go to maximum run way too hot throttle back and then i'm performing worse than if i were on a two or three year old yeah like an 865 or an 870 yeah the 865 seriously it's one of the even to this day is still one of the better performers when it comes to general gaming and everything yeah we're getting a lot of improvement but I mean, so we saw a new trend coming in at least later in the year. This the A-plus Gen 1. The A-plus Gen well, 1. And, and I do want to preface that the 9000 last year's, this, I guess, this current year's Dimensity yeah. was better than the 8 Gen 1. But it still demonstrates some of those bad habits where they are advertising performance advantages or power savings. And then the manufacturers that use them go for the performance. Because that's, yeah. And that looks want. sexier because you want the big Antutu and Geekbench scores, but that's meaningless to really using the product real world. I digress. I personally <laughs> live in Geekbench all day long, so I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, there's no point in using anything else on your phone. Antutu, Geekbench for life. I mean, as you could invest, that's the only way to do it. Hashtag Geekbench gang. For life. For the win. Always. No 3D for life. <laughs> a 3d mark but you know uh, oh wow i like Antutu because and I, well, actually I, I like geekbench because it gives me the better numbers yeah uh you know it's the numbers that the, I the better numbers the better yeah. and the yeah <laughs> the single multi-core open all the good stuff uh-huh. what else would you do um i think the biggest thing for me that i noticed overall so i, I don't have a lot of devices with the a plus gen one um and i and honestly with the brief time that i got a chance to to, to even work with the uh the uh, the 9000 plus um there is a it's, a, it's a tangible benefit. The devices do run cooler than what the, you know, the HN1 did. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's the biggest benefit for us. MediaTek is leveraging the second iteration now because they're technically going into the second, uh, second TSMC uh, basically process put into this. And we're going in with a faster core, faster prime core that, you know, the architecture is very similar, but they're pushing more into it. I mean, we talked about ray tracing. We'll, we'll cover that. But for me, the excitement is, more performance, but I want, as Juan was explaining, is we want control. And that's where ROG kind of comes in. The reason I like them is... The have, manufacturer yeah, makes it's, the it's decision. The and yeah. We see that in gaming phones where, like, literally, you launch the X mode and you're able to go overclock 
normal performance mode or power saving, and it's all in there. The, the, the controller, the kernel is set up. You're able to basically, the scheduler basically changes the performance of the system. And we need that on general phones because, like I said before, I still think the 865 is more than capable to hang with you all day long right now. And what we're having right now is it's literally icing and icing and icing and icing on cakes, and we want to basically believe controlling it. And we, like I said, the, the OEMs can do one thing, SOC makers can do others. And well, we and, and Ricky, I don't know how deep in the weeds you get on like the fabrication of next gen SOCs that I'll read white papers and like scurry after Dr. Ian Cutris and ask yeah. him annoying questions about these things. Um, but I thought it was kind of interesting. The rumors on Qualcomm mm. is a different arrangement of CPU cores. Mm. And I thought it was telling that MediaTek was taking what worked with the 9000 and it looks like refining and using new cores but a very similar arrangement like they're not reinventing the wheel even though arm is saying like hey for this next generation of devices you can do all these different configurations and you can go big little with huge and huge big little or you can do seven cores you can do 12 cores and MediaTek wasn't playing with any of that so do you think that strategy is gonna end up being the more it might not be the sexiest yeah but like maybe it's better to just go for stability well, I think it it literally is kind of like mirroring what we just talked about with improving 4K and making that better instead of going with 8K, right? Yeah. Right. It's like it, it's just like okay, they're refining what works. And yeah, I'm very interested in this new huge big little uh, yeah. section because I, I I didn't get to use the 9000 or 9000 plus, so I'm very I'm very curious. Yeah, I've done that. a bunch of 8100s. Okay. I still have not gotten my hands on a 9000. Yeah. Literally, that 9000 plus is the first. And only 9,000 plus. Uh, the 9,000 yeah. never get, got out of China. So got for the it. most part, it's uh, Asus is the one you know carrying the flag at this point with mm-hmm. trying to bring it internationally. But, and yeah. that's the ROG 6D. Yeah. 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 So the, 6, the 6D Ultimate is the one that comes in. And the D obviously is for dimensity 9,000 plus. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So, I mean, I think that's, I think that's always, in a sense, a better solution um, that, it's kind of like uh, coming from okay i i know i know this might be sacrilege but like coming from when i did i always loved samsung you know in terms of like the s series and the note series the yeah. note series was a more refined one mm-hmm. yeah. and that's what everyone loved about it because it was a smoother one didn't have all the growing pains the s series had so i like that better i like the more refined one so i'd yeah. rather than essentially do like okay we, we we learned a lot of stuff with this let's refine it and make it better because those are the ones that I think most of us tech lovers like love in the end. Sure. Like, the, the one that's been refined is always going to get way do, more praise from us. Do we think that this conversation that we're having as old techies about CPU and GPU compute power, is this irrelevant now? So much of what we're discussing is like the, the compute power of a three or four year old premium tier phone is still overkill yeah. Yeah, for the majority of apps out there. But Maybe I want those new AI features on a camera. Maybe that's what's really going to be important moving forward. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what, like, I've we were talking about this the other day where it's like, we're not really hearing much more about the CPU and GPU, right? Right. We're hearing about the NPU, the right. AI, APU, like all these, all these different parts of the... I've never the heard show. people talking about ISPs more and not meaning internet service providers. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. To go into a meeting, you're like, they're not talking about the internet, they're not talking about the internet. Yeah. Image yeah. single processor, image single processor. No, I know, it's... it's. Um, I mean, we're, we're coming back to the point where it is becoming more about the camera experience. Mm. Like, more and more people buy based on what the camera features and what yeah. they're doing. And there's a bigger push from manufacturers or even from Qualcomm and even from MediaTek 
on camera performance uh, capabilities. Uh, we talked about ray tracing. Obviously, you know, it's it's a gaming feature that comes into to mobile devices. We're also, you know, they're talking about faster Wi-Fi connection for like what you were talking about the headsets when you're talking mm -hmm. VR. Connectivity is the biggest thing, obviously. Yeah. Faster, lower latency is the biggest concern. And maybe technologies like Wi-Fi 7 can get us closer to... Which is a great transition. Yeah, I could do it. There I could go. do it. I, I just need to practice. <laughs> no, I actually just stomped on the brakes there for you. Sorry. Yeah, I, killed, I killed your <laughs> your your transition there. That was, I was trying. So speaking of Wi-Fi 7... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get back to <laughs> But uh, yeah, no. Where's that button where I disconnect my? Uh, I mean, mic? It, it's always it's it's always I, I, like I was asking uh, some of the guys about Wi-Fi seven and just like, okay, so this is kind of the same principle of the um, the millimeter waves, right? Like, okay, you're closer, but you're direct, so your line of sight will give you much more exponential, uh, faster speed. Uh, but it's also like about using. Uh, it sounds like multiple of at the same time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's really kind of cool. And I mean, like I know uh, when I got a faster, not only a Wi-Fi signal, but faster internet at home recently. I, I got uh, fiber now. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, you my condo, lucky jerk! Move from my condo with Spectrum that uh, high-speed internet is ten megabits up. Yeah, and right. it took me like. 15 minutes to upload a video and now it takes me one on <laughs> so it's just like you need that YouTube so has bad. to say like slow down buddy yeah slow yeah, down. yeah wait 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 yeah. wait we're, we just started processing wait you're already done <laughs> um so yeah so it's it, it, it's those kind of things are really more of the interesting thing to me because like okay like i literally before when i did a live show my family could not do anything at on uh, like yeah no online no streaming no nothing i like, had to get separate internet shut it all down. for that to happen because yeah I, I had to separate it because every uh, time i was doing stuff my son's on TV, and as like Juan can explain, Juan can yeah. test how many times I've frozen on, on live streams. Got so it. hopefully we're not doing that today. Yeah, no. But, but it's interesting okay. because I feel like a part of this conversation in every one of these individual business components, I don't know that I've been sitting in press conferences where the people talking were so frank about more moderate market expectations. Yeah. That like, we don't think cell phones are a growth industry anymore. And what we'll see over the next couple of years is the percentage of 4G to 5G change, not total number of devices change. And I kind of feel Wi-Fi is another technology that's so commonplace now. No one is going to go rush out to replace their router just because it's Wi-Fi 7. No. They're going to wait until their 802.11ac router dies. Mm -hmm. And then they'll buy whatever's kind of current. So the numbers aren't going to change. It's yeah. going to be the demographic. It's going to be the percentage of people yeah. on these technologies changing. Because I still don't know many people in my circles that have gotten on Wi-Fi 6. No, yeah. I, let alone I finally 6E. got into 6E. I, and I, only because... I'm, I'm, I have not moved I, to 6E. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I skipped 6, actually. I, never, I was always on 5, jumped into 6E straight up because... Well, I mean, so they released the new Nest... Uh, the Nest Home, uh, the Nest Home Wi-Fi, but it was because of like leveraging and, and connectivity. But it was also my first mesh system. Okay. I'm actually finally doing mesh because we ran two Wi-Fi's for the longest time. I love mesh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, and it, and it runs like when you get the right system that sets it up correctly. But yeah. um, you're right. I don't think seven is going to be as well. Uh, the adoption will happen when you need it. More than likely, you'll probably get it on devices faster than you get it at home. 
Meaning if you, if you buy a new TV, if you're buying a new Chromebook, oh, yeah. uh, you know, or you're buying a new smartphone, maybe, you know, 9,000 future wise. Yeah, I had multiple Wi-Fi six devices before. Oh, I absolutely, yeah. And yeah. until I got the router, I never saw the Wi-Fi six on my phone. And like, suddenly when I turned that on, <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, I have six. E on this one? I'm actually kind of impressed. Like here on the resort, we're on Wi-Fi five and we're still running. No, no. But I mean, like, that's actually kind of surprising for the infrastructure. Mm-hmm. So that's still pretty recent for yeah. uh, like an entire hotel resort. Mm-hmm to have managed that to upgrade to that. To upgrade for yeah. that. So again, they're not looking at swapping those out until there is a fundamental need yeah, to, to make that transition. And, and I think, so Wi-Fi 7, to, to what Ricky was explaining, at least with MediaTek's approach, mm-hmm. they're trying to leverage it with Wi-Fi 2.4. Yeah. They're not trying to keep it Wi-Fi 6 and 7. They're trying to go Wi-Fi 7 and 2.4 because 2.4 goes longer. You got the better reach. Um, also supporting uh, more like legacy type of hardware, like smart yeah. devices and so on. A lot of people don't realize that when they're upgrading, if they don't have 2.4, if they, let's say, buy a solution that doesn't, you just excluded a whole bunch of things on your network that doesn't work. Um, but yeah, no, to me, that solution works for long range, for short range, performance-wise, and trying to reduce latency. And we're still at its infancy. You know, this is, last year we were talking about it more in, in theory. They had a couple, I think they had a demo at CES. This year we're talking about actual hardware. So in 2023, at some point, we're going to start seeing Wi-Fi 7 technology routers and stuff, but it's going to take some time to, to yeah. what Juan's point is. It, this is not the, you know, Monday it gets released, Tuesday, everybody buys all the Wi-Fis and suddenly there's like a pile of Wi-Fi 6 Although, devices. Um, what I'm hoping, in a, and I think, because Ricky, we've had a conversations about this a while ago in the past, it would be nice if these types of router conversations, because it's the boring, it's like the least sexy yeah. part of tech, but... Every time I describe my home network to my family, they start to appreciate things like, oh, you've got a giant stack of hard drives in a box Mm -hmm. and that's local. And when you move data locally, it is stupid fast to move it around that network. I think there's a consumer education opportunity there for a company to say like, hey, it's worth buying this stuff because look at what you can do. Yeah, but what about my Netflix? And be like, F your Netflix. Oh, yeah. Get I mean, that like data off your phone onto every other laptop and TV in your home. I know you said you had a NAS, so do I. Yeah, so, yeah. It's just it's nice to have everything. Yeah, so yeah, it's, just, it's it's nice to have everything just like locally available to you. And you know, I set up stuff where like you know uh, our phones can back up and things like that too. So it's just it's nice to have it. It's it's yours. And yeah, it's you not, control it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't have to go anywhere. No subscriptions or anything like that. It's yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. So, it brings me back to kind of, uh, to uh, having LumaFusion, but anyways. Yeah, yeah. no, no, I'm always down. I, I, that, you bring up a good point. Let's talk about LumaFusion on the LG V60. I don't <laughs> think that's gotten enough, because uh, you can go dual display. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm not going to do that to us. I, I do want to wrap this up because we're getting, like, we should probably kind of get into the last 10 minutes here. Um, the other transition and something that I wasn't as familiar with, because um, my experience with Chromebooks is still a little bit more limited. Okay. I have the Pixelbook Go, Got and it. it's been so good. I've dabbled with some Acers. They're good. They're yeah, really good machines. Um, but I also think it's kind of interesting that when we really look at what goes into an affordable, um, consumer-focused, average consumer device, we're, we've stopped talking about compute power. Like, yeah. the core configuration that's going into these new Chromebook chips is kind of what we've been playing with in two to four hundred dollar phones for the last 
three or four years. Yeah. Yeah. So really, it's just becoming more of a play on power efficiency. When we were looking at, looking at Companio, um, and Acer being one of the most visible partners. Acer in and Lenovo, space right I think now. both, from what I understand, I remember they, they oh. committed to trying to go with the new Companion. Oh, I know. They've committed. But who did they trot out on stage? When they actually held the device in front of us, mm-hmm. they were really fronting the Acer. The Acer's, yeah. yeah. No, no. It, 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 they've been in the business for quite some time. I mean, even mm-hmm. uh, to, to your saying, I mine is an Acer i5. I bought mm-hmm. it from my son. Uh, it's what carried us for the last two years or so when we were, you know, doing study from home. Yeah. Google services, everything runs on it beautifully. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Capanio is kind of leveraging that, bringing it in. So Wi-Fi 7, better processing, overall performance. But um, I think it's just, yeah, we, we forget because we're over, we over, we're overpowered. I mean, I, yeah. like, we have more power than what we need. It's no, no, no. When I show someone using a, a Snap, a, a Samsung Galaxy S10 as a desktop computer, I'm told a Snapdragon 855 couldn't possibly be enough machine for average consumers. But these new Companio chips are an order of magnitude less powerful than what went into a Snapdragon 855. Oh, no, I was just going to say, to your point of one of the best things about it is the what the demos they showed us were, you know, what you said, you got to pass the last past two years, right? The demos they showed us were actually like real use case scenarios of like, oh, we're going to show you how much Netflix you can watch, mm-hmm. which right. is something that you'll do on a Chromebook. And the biggest thing that we've done, right? Google Meet. Yeah. Because every oh school yeah. was video conferencing. And, like, yeah. That's all they did. And it was like, I think, what, two times? Uh, I think it was, little, they said they said it was double the battery life of a low power X86. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right. So, but. That, that that to me is more like okay that's progress because like if we can get to a 10 hour battery life in like a 300 400 chromebook instead of needing to pay that you know special edition thousand dollar chromebook the you know kind right. of thing that it's really nice it's nice that you know oh you can get extremely long battery life on you don't have to spend that much money mm-hmm. for something that you know because if i recommend a chromebook i am you're just saying 500 or less right for if it's for a student Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely and, and, and that's yeah. what it's like you know you don't need all the i mean yeah it's like you know you pick, nice. pick the screen size you want pick you know the build kind of thing you want but like this is like you know look at this much cpu look at this much storage so his ears must have been burning dr ian cutris just jumped into our chat okay just to say uh, hey uh, okay i mean you know we're, we're out by the executive suite i know you're answering emails in your room but if you <laughs> wanted to drop by we're going to be here for 10 more minutes uh, we're, we're going to shut this, this podcast down but don't feel like you have to if you don't want to he just made a joke though i was like hey you remember when intel was promoting core i7 chromebooks yeah and you're like i understand wanting more compute power and I, and this has been one of the biggest hurdles where i'll describe something like using a smartphone's desktop mode and people trip over themselves to complain about the things that it won't have and I'm increasingly finding that that is irrelevant yeah. to the conversation on who that product would really be designed for. When my nephew got a laptop from school, it was like an Intel Core M, old, like, netbook like thing. An or something. Yeah, and like his an parents base, but, yeah. saved up for a while to get him an old Galaxy S10. What device was more powerful? Like, yeah. literally, his, his like, two-year-old, at the time it was a two-year-old phone, was yeah. more powerful than what? He got issued to him from school. So our, our entire perspective on what is consumer grade 
mm-hmm. I think is out of whack in the enthusiast sector mm-hmm. yeah. because we're so used to these like 5% more powerful, 10% more powerful. It gets 10% higher multi-core scores in the geek bench. And you're like, that is irrelevant. That does not matter to the actual yeah. real world use of that product. Well, and that's why I'm actually excited more. I was excited when MediaTek and Qualcomm were coming to Chromebooks because I'm like, since we put Android apps on there, it makes more sense. Yeah. And to all of what, you know, you've always showed us with like video editing and everything, like the GPUs are actually better yeah. than a lot of these lower power. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll admit, like if I can go to a, a 3080 mm-hmm. and edit from that, obviously you've got more power, more capability, more control, yeah. but performance per watt. Yeah. No way. We're still, yeah. I mean, <laughs> jumping into a, a $1,500 plus GPU mm-hmm. to leverage or improve your performance on a phone is where you can pick up, like you said, a two-year-old, maybe even a year-old phone, five, six hundred-dollar phone that you know, like last year's flagship or the year before, it will outperform most your most your PCs that take it like forty minutes or so, you know, to render a video out, and you're getting that with like a laptop type of a solution, you know, when with a desktop solution, you get that. It's mobile. It's easy. We're running our entire live stream uh, this time on mobile tech, wireless mics, mobile device on a Wi-Fi, and we're outdoors. A lot of the stuff, you know. You don't need a lot of horsepower. Like I said, we're over the amount of power. It's more about efficiency, performance, and providing us better battery savings, getting us that performance without having to kill our batteries and having to walk around with a battery, you know, charging all the time. But um, it's exciting to see what they offer. And I love the, for me, kind of like to to kind of maybe just capture the the event yesterday, because we're not done just for reference. This is that we're talking about day one. Mm -hmm. There's still a whole bunch of stuff going on this afternoon. So you'll see more stuff from us on all of our socials and stuff like that. Make sure to obviously... Uh, you know, follow us, uh, YouTube tech guy, obviously some gadget guy, some audio guy over there <laughs> in the middle of TK Bay. But no, uh, the, the event so far, I'll say is I'm happy to see that there are more people attending. There are more a broader range of different yeah. creators, uh, you know, really, really good multidiscipline. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that to me was a massive like, and I and I told media tech, I said, I'm happy to see that this is something that we we haven't had before. And the conversations were honest. They were they were genuine. They were mm-hmm. candid. You're able to respond to questions, Q and A sessions. We had a chance to even question the CEO of the company sitting in front of us. So very happy and very promising. And I can't wait to see what they come up with. Again, this is the beginning of 2023 type of conversations. There's way more things that are going to come up. So. For sure. Yeah. Uh, I'll throw it to because <laughs> <laughs> one is going to make me like you're not doing like. No, He's yeah, sitting no, right there, no, TK. No, I'm just kidding. You're yes. looking at him to use the mic. Okay, see sorry. What, see what he did? <laughs> yes. You, you, see what the, you, you see the stuff I have to deal with on a daily basis. Um, no, yeah, but I'm just. Um, I'm more just, yeah. Like I said, I'm I'm happy for more competition. Yeah. Right. That that's I think the biggest thing. I'm just I'm excited for media tech. Like that was literally when I when I did my little tweet for the nine uh nine two nine two hundred it's just or nine thousand two hundred I guess it's over nine thousand. Yes it is it's literally over nine thousand literally over nine thousand buddy. I do share the love of uh, Dragon Ball this even though he couldn't instant transmission to us the other day. But anyway right <laughs> TK took forever to I get explained here explained the technical limitations of why I couldn't do it all wow. I just, went to you know, just, some people, some people care, no, no, and no, some people want it more. Yeah, you know, when I'm leaving, you'll see how fast I get out of here. Okay, you know, I, mean, <laughs> you know, I, I think I think most people will know that you can, as long as you can sense our power. Or what are you trying to say? We have low power levels. <laughs> I, I didn't want to say the word, <laughs> but I know no, what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to punch Kakarot right in the gut. 
excited for more competition and i mean uh, i know i'll be there i know um but just like at ces we're supposed to get like even more Wi-Fi seven demonstration yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, the, that was the other comment that dr ian just dropped it was like we got good access but i really wanted to like handle yeah. this yeah, stuff more yeah. and and i i really got to throw a lot of respect because we've been on a few of these like just getting the momentum going again media and press events and it is not difficult rebuilding your infrastructure to do in person yeah and i, I gotta throw the shout out like i think media tech has handled this transition really well Obviously, there are still some things that I would love to see from a summit like this where we could maybe go a bit more hands on. They've got some prototype units with 9200s in them. They're not wanting us to show them on camera, not because of anything to do with the performance, but because they're big mule test yeah, devices and they're kind of ugly yeah, yeah. and you're like it's i can what you see in a lab it's that's yeah. that's the type and, part and, and i've we, we've literally said this to executives like i can appreciate that um i'm really not trying to blow smoke because he's in our chat but i think if the audience that follows dr ian cutris if he were to demonstrate what the performance is with the way that he tests you would have that first round of comments where people wouldn't care what the device looked like. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like if I put it on my channel, I'm going to get a bunch of comments like, oh, MediaTek made a phone with bezels and bezels suck. And people are dumb if they have bezels. I love Scott. I, I got to stop and... those comments in this chat. I'm sorry. <laughs> TK, uh, I'm just saying it's like really rude. It's the only way to get to but, it. But I, but I feel like if we if we can kind of like build the momentum, get back to doing these these press conferences in person again, yeah. and I think in, in, in like next year's conference that they might be able to kind of end run and give us a little bit more access for this before we have to go to a CES yeah. to cover it later. I, I It's just been refreshing to see like this machine is rusty mm-hmm. and you got to get oil in the joints <laughs> and you got to get it moving again, but it's... It's been a wonderful experience actually getting to cover this in person, which we haven't done for the last two years. Absolutely. Having both of you guys, honestly, just hanging out to me is the best. Seriously. So, yeah. No, with that, um, I think, you know, overall, I will say this. I will say thank you very much to MediaTek for allowing us to be part of the conversation. Um, Getting it, getting, giving us a chance to actually meet up and and kind of reconnect with a lot of our friends from so many years. It's been like literally some, some of them has been a few years. We haven't seen each other. Um, Beautiful weather, great, uh, great access to you know new conversations, new technologies, and uh, this it, this show is also just a, for reference for everybody else. This is also a dual show for both the Android Bay and the best of our week, as both Juan and I are on travel. We're doing this live, and we're trying to kind of bring you guys not. We're doing it live. We're doing it live. Doing it live. <laughs> seriously, like we were like <laughs> contemplating where to do this. This is seriously the best way we do it, and we love to keep you guys in the conversation, and we love your support. Um, getting a chance to hang out with Ricky again, honestly, it's like one of the best things ever. Um, and I was joking at the beginning. We took a picture last, yesterday morning because we were sitting next to each other and we're back at it again. We're hanging out and we're still doing it. So there's more stuff for us to kind of, you know, keep you entertained. Um, but thank you, Ricky, of course. For, for you Thank know, you guys for having me. It's awesome to be on with you guys. It's, it's, uh, it's, I mean, when I met Juan and then when I met Tia, it's like I watched them before. So it's like, it was like, <laughs> then I got to be like, hey, I can watch you. You know, bye. It's like, you know, but so cool. Really cool. But we're getting, I like your yeah. videos, man. <laughs> Oh, I, I got a chance to meet a whole bunch of people that I'm like massively big fans of in person. Like seriously, uh, it's just to me, it, it it's it's the fun part of the, you know, going to an event is just get a chance to hang out. Uh, but of course, I'll also say to hanging out with Juan, getting the chance to go out again. We did TCL before we're doing this. We got you know, yeah. more to come. Uh, but, you know, with that being said, we are a little bit time constrained. Yeah, we got to go get lunch. Things. 
so I am going to put a pin in this as we get down to the, like the last two minutes before they put out the spread. So folks, thanks so much for, for tuning in, for joining. We'll obviously have a bit more. TK's got an awesome interview coming up with uh, a media tech executive that I think is, again, just kind of dig a little bit deeper for those of us who like to get Absolutely. Um, uh, into the weeds on this kind of tech and stuff. So uh, stay tuned. And then we're, we're going to be right back into it. You guys are going to be covering Qualcomm. Yes. Next week? So I think are Qualcomm, you? No, no, no. You're not doing Qualcomm. I'm not doing so. TK will be covering I will Qualcomm. Be the, I will be next week. I'll be watching. I, yeah. I'm I'm going to be coming back. I'm finally like up to speed enough where I feel like I can make a little some more in depth videos on things like Pixel Seven and Xperia One and and all that fun stuff. Yeah. yeah. So there's going to be a lot, and I really do need to put a video out on LumaFusion <laughs> just so I can share my ire with PowerDirector and Kinemaster and get everybody over on a good video editing app. So there's going to be a lot coming up. Um, obviously across all of our channels, all of the social media and everything else too. So stay tuned. Thank you so much for watching, for sharing, liking, subscribing, and all the effort that you put into this because it really has mattered over the last couple of years. And especially now that we're here on location, that if you're fans of this tech, supporting those channels that are having those conversations means everything. Always. So we definitely appreciate all the support. Thank you very much. And I think since you have the control. I'll yeah, I think I, I can end it from here. I, I so I'm going to end the yeah. podcast. Okay, we're, yeah, we're doing it. Okay, hold on. This, 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 might, this might end broadcast. Okay. And we'll see you all later. For another episode. Bam. There's that delay there.